The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. Greetings, Injured Senior Nation. This is Steve Heisler, founder and CEO of the National Injured Senior Law Center. And you are listening to the latest episode of the Injured Senior Podcast. The Injured Senior Podcast is a show dedicated to discussing legal and medical issues of vital importance to the Injured Senior Nation, their families, loved ones, and caregivers. We are sponsored by the National Injured Senior Law Center, the legal advocates for seniors and the elderly who are injured due to the negligence of others. Friends, if you've been harmed by the carelessness of a medical professional, nursing home, or medical device, go to InjuredSeniorHotline.com or call 877-228-4878 for help. As you know, Injured Senior Nation, this podcast is committed to advocating for patient safety for all individuals across the world, the globe, including seniors and the elderly. We have on the show today, Carol Stern and author David Black. Now, Carol Stern is the wife of the late Gary Stern, the subject of the upcoming biography, Ripped Apart, Living Misdiagnosed. The book is written by David, who is a critically acclaimed author. If you've read uh, some of his best books, Fast Shuffle, King of Fifth Avenue, uh, you'll recognize the name David Black. He also wrote and produced the first couple seasons of Law and Order. Uh, he wrote and uh, uh, Hill Street Blues uh, and some other really, really popular TV shows. Ripped Apart, Living Misdiagnosed is a true story of one of the largest medical malpractice awards in United States history and how Carol fought the medical establishment to keep her husband alive. It also pulls back the curtain, my friends, uh, and details about what it's like to suffer due to a doctor's mistake uh, and multiple mistakes and their refusal to admit that they made the mistakes. Hello, Carol and David. How are you both doing today? Wonderfully. It's nice to talk to you. Okay. Well, I'm really, really happy to have you. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Injured Senior Nation, in full disclosure, I represented Carol uh, for a matter in the early 2000s. And that's actually how I came to meet Gary. Uh, He was a great guy. And um, I'm just so happy to see that uh, Carol is and David are bringing his... uh, very, very gripping story uh, to to a book, and then from what I hear, it's also going to, uh, you guys are working on a movie as well, is that correct? Yes. TV, actually, a TV, awesome. TV series. A TV series, okay. Yeah, TV so, series. Carol, can you tell uh, our injured senior nation how uh, you and Gary met, and uh, you know, a little, little bit of the backstory? Well, we met at the Cancun Cantina, I would go there 
on Wednesday and Friday nights and he was there one night and watched me dance and came over and spoke to me and we lost contact and he showed up again and when he showed up the second time he said let's meet halfway on the stairs and I just fell in love with him and yeah when did you first meet 2000 oh that's in the year 2000 uh, wow so we're coming up on 21 years um so can you tell me so and apparent and when did you get married we got married in 2006 okay and when did he start developing medical problems well, he had a pre-existing condition, uh, which was Crohn's disease, but it had gone into remission in 2000, and he didn't have any flare-ups or anything. He got sick in 2011. Um, he was stressed out well, over losing his father, who had a heart attack. Oh. And Yep. I, that's, uh, that's something that'll get you stressed out, no question about that. Yeah. So... So he had Crohn's, uh, but it was in remission. He had a flare-up, I guess, uh, when his dad died from the stress. Um, so how does that go from a flare-up of, of Crohn's to ultimately his death? Uh, what, what, how, how did that advance? What, what, what were the, uh, um, the problems that, uh, I guess, that escalated after uh, the flare-up? Well, Steve, uh, to be completely honest with you, what you just mentioned, because he had Crohn's, is the same thing the doctors did. They made an assumption that he had a Crohn's flare-up. He didn't. He developed an ulcer, but they treated him for Crohn's instead of an ulcer, which the medication made the ulcer worse. So they gave him the wrong medication. And yes. And... Ultimately, that, that made the ulcer worse, or it also then reactivated the Crohn's? What they did was they gave him prednisone and Toradol, which would work if they had a Crohn's flare-up. But what it did to the ulcers make it perforate. He got sicker. They didn't know how to fix it because they didn't do all the proper testing. And so they called in a surgeon. Now, having Crohn's disease and you being in Baltimore, um, there's a lot of people that uh, do have Crohn's disease. The best way to describe it is Crohn's is like, when it's in remission, it's like a beautiful sandcastle. And there's nothing wrong with it until you cut into it and then it falls apart. Well, when the surgeon cut into his intestines, it, his intestines fell apart. And it started a a reaction that just kept getting worse and worse. If that makes sense okay. to you. Oh, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so, what? And is that what you? I guess when you said that he was misdiagnosed, you, uh, that's ultimately it began with him being given the wrong medication. Uh, you know, for his his real problem, which was the the ulcer. So, is that? Um, you know, when you say that, and I guess the, the title of the book is uh, Ripped Apart, Living Misdiagnosed. One, is that what you think the main um, misdiagnosis was? 
Absolutely. If they had given him platonics, I would be talking to Gary right now. And I wouldn't be on your podcast. But because they gave him medication for Crohn's, it started something that they couldn't fix or they didn't do the right testing to fix. He spent four years ahead, with his internal organs on the outside of his body as a result of all that. As a result of his getting the, the prednisone, it actually resulted in him having living four years with his organs. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if it's just the prednisone, but mis, the misdiagnosis created the condition where they, he had his internal organs exposed uh, for four years. Okay. And, you know, just kind of getting back before he, you know, uh, I guess, it, it, you know, when they first uh, gave him the wrong medication. When did you, Carol, when did you begin to, um, or did you at, at some point begin to question uh, why things were going wrong and going, you know, downwards so fast? I mean, was there a point where you kind of stepped in and started to, um, you know, really question the doctors? It took too long for me to do that. Um, but yes, when the doctors started shrubbing their shoulders at me, telling me that Gary was going to die any minute or he wasn't going to last the day and they didn't know what to do, uh, I decided, uh, well, they may not what to, know what to do, but I know one thing, Gary's not going to die, not on my watch. I'm taking over. So right. I did research and I got him out of those hospitals real quick and put him somewhere where I thought they could take care of him. Okay. And th was he put on the right track at that point or, or did the medical mistakes continue even at the other hospital? The one thing that people need to understand about hospitals is they're treated by human beings. So there's going to be mistakes in every hospital you go into. It doesn't matter. The point is, when they make a mistake, they own up to it and they let us know. The first two hospitals didn't do that. The third hospital, they were playing catch up. They were trying to fix the other two hospitals' mistakes. And dealing with the other hospitals by them not giving them all the records. I had to fight with that. So any mistakes that were made at the third hospital, and there were, the doctors were right there to say, Carol, this is what happened. This is what we need to do to fix it. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Uh, did the um, doctors in the from the first two hospitals or the administration, did they ever apologize to you or... Did they ever own up to, you know, the misdiagnosis? No, absolutely not. They were too busy trying to cover their own butts, pretty much, excuse my mouth, to do anything else uh, and ignore it. I had one doctor call me uh, a few months later just to see where my head was at. He knew he messed up, but he wanted to find out what was going on with Gary. So he could figure out if he was getting sued. Um, they they were too busy covering things up. They didn't they didn't care about the person in the bed. They cared about themselves. 
Got it. Uh, is that what led to ultimately you filing a lawsuit on behalf of Gary? Well, from day one, Gary was yelling at everybody it wasn't his Crohn's. And when I found out at the third hospital what mistakes the other hospital was making, I told Gary once he started getting better, and he's like, no, we're suing them. So we started the process, and uh, Gary was still sick, of course. But Gary wanted his day in court, and I wanted to give it to him. Okay. And just, you know, this is something I'm sure that our listeners are just learning for the first time as far as Gary's situation. The book hasn't hit, or just, I think it, this month it's going to uh, hit the, uh, the the streets. Um, but what was the result of the lawsuit? Well, the jury awarded us $28 million. You know, as okay. you know, there's caps in Baltimore and Maryland. So, yes. And there's always appeals. So we did finally settle out. But it wasn't about the money, Steve. It was about Gary being vindicated. We didn't even hear the amount when the jury told us. Gary was crying crocodile tears because he was happy that they believed him. And that's all that mattered. He just wanted, he wanted everyone to know the truth about what happened to him. And that's why I wrote the book. One of the reasons. And it was the personal story, which is what, uh, interested me when I first talked to Carol. Um, the legal story and the medical story is both are extraordinary, and Carol and Gary's stories were extraordinary. Gary was, among other things, a uh, um, bounty hunter, a very interesting life, and Carol's background included stuff having to do with the CIA and um, and. Uh, uh, drug importation and um, so they were both very interesting people but it was the fact that it wasn't just about the Crohn's and the uh, misdiagnosis it was a love story and that's what interests me a love that defied death uh, David where can our listeners get the book and when is the book gonna uh, you know when is it gonna be uh, on the streets uh, it's, well, I hope it's not on the streets. I hope it's in bookstores and in people's homes. Um, I say that as a New Yorker <laughs> where where anyone who lived in New York through the 70s, every block was covered with people selling secondhand books on the street, actually on the sidewalk. Um, but the uh, uh, it's now you can get on Amazon. Um, you'll be able to get it after June 22nd, which is the official pub date uh, in local bookstores, um, and uh, and it's it's uh, Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble, all all you know local and regular bookstores, and I've got to say, I mean, I've I've written a lot, and I've written done a lot of journalism and nonfiction as well as fiction and TV and movies, and I've never run across an interview subject as open and candid and sane 
as Carol, and any virtue the book has is due to her. She is one of the most extraordinary human beings I've ever met. Oh, and by the way, she invented, I don't know if we've said this, she invented a procedure that doctors and hospitals still use. Wow. Is there a patent in, in, your, in your near future, uh, Carol, as far as that procedure? Absolutely not. I did that so people could be better not to get anything out of it. I just, I right. wanted the doctors to do it the right way. That's great. And it's amazing that, you know, you actually uh, were able to, uh, you know, invent something that, you know, the medical establishment actually might uh, use to help save lives and and maybe uh, prevent some of the medical carelessness that Gary had, uh, unfortunately, experienced uh, in the future. So, you know, that's that's great to hear, Carol. And uh, we want to hear more about that later on, about how that's how that's working out. Listen, it's so, so nice to have you both here today. Uh, it's a heartbreaking story. Uh, and, and really, it's, it's a real expose on, on the dark side of the, of the medical system. Um, I want to thank both of you for coming on. Carol, if, if anyone who's listening today from our Injured Senior Nation wants to reach out to you, maybe to tell, you know, tell you their story about their loved one who had a similar plight as Gary or might be in the middle of something and might want to get some advice on, uh, you know, how to advocate uh, to, uh, you know, to the best uh, of their ability on behalf of their loved one. Uh, how do they get in touch with you? The quickest and the easiest way to get uh, in touch with me is if you go on Facebook and you put in ripped apart, uh, our page will come up. If you leave any message under any of those, I promise I will get back to it and I'll do whatever I can. I really want to help people so they don't have to go through what Carrie went through. That's all I want. Got it. That's awesome. Now, David, uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you or if they just want to get on your social media and see what's going on uh, in your, um, you know, in, in your professional uh, life, uh, how can they, uh, how can they uh, find, that, find out about I that? Think, uh, they, the same thing on Facebook. Uh, either contact me through my link, David Black, or respond to any of the, uh, uh, the book's online pages. And I'll get the message. All right. Well, the both of you, again, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we're going to have to have you back on uh, uh, in a future episode to kind of find out what's going on in both of your lives. Injured Senior Nation, thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to again thank uh, Carol Stern and David Black for appearing on the show today. If you love the Injured Senior Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Uh, If you'd like to come on the show and tell us your story, kind of like what we just uh, heard from Carol and David uh, about Gary Stern, we'd sure love to have you on the show. Feel free to uh, email me at steve at injuredseniorhotline.com. I answer all emails, so I'll be more than happy to... uh, catch up with you and see uh, if we can have you on the show so until next time thanks so much for uh, listening today injured senior nation i am so looking forward to next week's show stay safe and i will talk to you soon goodbye everybody 
Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, visit InjuredSeniorPodcast.com or call 855-622-6530. That's 855-622-6530.